Hello and welcome to Human Seeking Human, a podcast where we explore how humans find love through old newspaper articles. And we also explore other newspaper articles, which are just interesting. Yeah, and not very lovey, lovey-dovey sometimes, like about murder and stuff, but, you know, gotta give everyone what they want. Sometimes about other things, like mind readers. True, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, this is our 40th episode. How exciting. Ooh, ooh. Big four. Big four O. Do you feel mm-hmm. any different? Um, yeah, my stomach hurts. Yeah, everyone says that starts to happen when you turn 40. Really? Mine's been doing it. Yeah. When did I turn 40? I've been just been doing most of my life. I didn't know I was that old this whole time. Oof. Oh, yeah, my back is starting to hurt. Mm-hmm. My neck, my back. Oh. What else? <laughs> you know, it's going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> welcome, 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 everybody, to such a special episode. Um, I have a, a dream date for uh, Liz. Liz, are you ready for a dream date? Yes, but can I read you mine first because I'm so excited about it, Zandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This is from the Sacramento Bee, Sacramento, California, May 24th, 2000. Scooby-Doo and Scrappy, single female, 48, 5 foot 7 inches, seek single male who enjoys jumping up and down in the shower wearing roller skates to share interests and friendship. Do I get to be Scrappy? Which one am I? (gasps) <gasps> I don't care. I, I love this. I would either marry Scrappy Doo or be Scrappy Doo to marry someone else. Whichever one, whichever one floats your boat, everybody. Just write this down. I Do you enjoy jumping up and down in the shower wearing roller skates? No, that I will be. I have a I, I do not want to die that young because if the first time I ever do that is I will die. I physically would not be able to survive that. But but ignoring the fact that this person wants me dead, um, the whole Scrappy-Doo thing is phew, best thing I've ever heard. I, I, I love Sandy Scrappy-Doo. and I both like Scrappy, Scrappy-Doo. Yeah, yeah. We And we don't care if you don't. Well, I do care because, like I said last episode, I, I think, if you if you don't like Scrappy-Doo, I don't like you. That's my that's mm-hmm. my motto. Um, can I change my Twitter bio, actually, to that? Is that a good idea? I, uh... I asked a bunch of my friends, like, what's a word you would use to describe me? Because I was filling out a job application. Uh And, like, three of them were, like, scrappy. And I was like, (laughs) I don't think that I can use that as, like, a professional. Uh, um, I appreciated it, though. That's a nice thing. That's a nice thing. Um, That's a nice thing. I I, I think, like, because in my mind, like, if you call someone scrappy, I don't think that's a negative. I think that's, like. They'll put up a fight. Like, don't mess with them. And not that they're gonna they're gonna start the fight. They're not. They're just gonna beat you. They're gonna beat you because they're passionate and powerful and opinionated, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, should I read your ad? It's not nearly yes, as exciting. It's not, man. Okay. It doesn't mention Scrappy Doo, so I feel like we should just stop. The whole show. We found the best possible ad. Oh, I love Scrappy-Doo. Okay. This is another one from um, Bangor, Maine. Now that I know how to say it. Bangor Daily News. This is from January 15th, 1998. Curvaceous. Widowed white 
Catholic female, 49, 5 foot 1, 400 plus pounds, red hair, blue eyes, lives in Jackman, enjoys eating, drinking, animals, playing Beano, buffet restaurants, seeks childless, single Catholic male, 18 to 50. Wow. <laughs> childless, single Catholic male. That describes me to a T. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got excited by the Beano. Do you know what Beano is? No. No, neither did I. It's Is that like a wino for coffee? No, it's basically bingo. Oh, that's a funny thing. No, it's a game. But that's funny. Oh. Beano, like it's wino but for coffee. I love that. Like, oh, I'm such a Beano. I get my got to get my bucks every day. Um I feel like I, if that was true, then this would be my soulmate. Cause I'm do you a not big like Bino. bingo? We we played bingo, fish bingo, fish bingo in Toontown. Toontown. Oh, that's the only yeah, and I like, love a good it. drag bingo. Let me tell you something about bingo. Okay. I went to a drag bingo for charity the other night. Mm-hmm. I was a monster. I get so competitive. <laughs> I you're scrappy I was no Sandy I was Beyond, cheating <gasps> I was lying Lit, okay. saying I lost my bingo cards and getting extra bingo cards and doing like five bingo cards at a time when you're supposed to do one and I still didn't win and every time someone called bingo I'd be like oh check their card I was it turned me into a monster I, I am. I've never met you in person, and I'm now for the first time ever nervous to meet you because I did not know this side of you existed. At least yeah. you can. At least you can admit. You can admit that this was. Uh, I like, didn't win a, a goddamn some thing. faulty actions. You didn't even win. Like it. Like so what? So what? So you just basically I cheated you on like all cheated eight and you couldn't even bingo. win. It was. I, I'm like the people who won must have cheated. <laughs> while you're because you're like because i'm cheating and i'm not winning so therefore they must be yeah. cheating better cheating better than me wow that That's or a... it was like you know my higher power saying like hey stop that that's literally to which like i said tr- no <laughs> that's literally like trump's logic like oh they stole the election because i tried to steal it and they actually won so they must have stolen it even better people always compare me to trump <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks yeah. guys yeah you're welcome i'm a winner just kidding <laughs> no. i don't want to be compared to trump i hate I'm it sorry. i hate it i hate it um also i yeah, think winner so I, was charlie sheen's thing my bad i have no idea um well that's yeah yeah I, you're more like charlie sheen i'd say charlie sheen is pretty scrappy <laughs> charlie sheen no he said winning okay i yeah i'm not i'm I'm not up to date with my Charlie Sheen quotes. My Charlie Sheen quotes of the day site um, is no longer up and running. So I don't. don't My Charlie Sheen adjacent quote of the day is I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Denise Richards again. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills most recent season. Denise Richards is Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. They have two children together. Okay. Well, made famous by Trixie Mattel, famous drag queen. I know Trixie Mattel. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that I love. I love. Uh, and uh, yeah. Anyway, the, all of that went over my head except for Trixie Mattel. So I'm just going to focus on that. Um, but yeah, uh, that was your ad. So you're going to go play bingo whether you like it or <laughs> no. not. 
That would be the worst date. Joey looked at me with genuine fear in her eyes. Yeah, I would too. And also didn't play at the whole time, was like half paying attention. And Joey was like having a conversation with my friend's new boyfriend and they were like bonding and having like a normal, mm-hmm. sane person time. And I was like, N64, Joey, N64, you're not even marking it. And she was like, oh my God. And I was like, I had like 40 bingo things on the table and uh-huh, it was uh-huh. a lot. But she stayed with me, so she's a trooper. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, but have you been to like a regular bingo? Like a just a bingo hall where a bunch of old people go and play bingo? Mostly old people. You like okay. you no, you would you would get so if you pulled that shit at a regular bingo hall, you will get kicked out. Um, you will get in big trouble. So I think it might be the place for you. Because they don't take shit. And you might need that. What? 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 Have you been kicked out of a bingo? When I was in middle school, Uh (laughs) I volunteered at a nursing home. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm a good person. Oh. However, (laughs) they had bingo. Oh, no. And it was usually me and a bunch of old ladies whose minds were fading fast. Oh, no. I cheated every time. I would go like, three in a row. I'll just stamp this last one and shout bingo. And they'd all go, oh, wow. They'd name like they'd, they'd name three numbers and not even five. And you'd be like, bingo, I already got it. And I'd get like a scented lotion. And I'd be like, <laughs> yes. I'd never use it. There were old lady prizes, but I just needed the glory, the fame and the glory. And I'm not, a, I'm not proud of what I did. I cannot. But even I think the imagine. fact that I was volunteering at the nursing home makes up for it. Okay. I like that was your payment. You were like, you know, they're not paying me. I'm volunteering, but I don't do the work for free, so I'm gonna win the bingo at least. Was that your logic? Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to bingo with you. Just putting that out there. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Maybe Bingo will be different. Wait, can I just say one more thing about my Scrappy Doo personal ad? Yeah. This ad was posted in two different newspapers, the Sacramento oh, Bee. Uh-huh. Oh no, it was in the Sacramento Bee, the Fresno uh-huh. Bee, and the Modesto Bee. Okay. And it was posted 86 times. This person just kept this ad wow. running. Yeah. Wow. They really. Yeah. Yep. So it must be. Yeah. They must have just kept it going. Because yeah, uh, that that happens where it's like a month goes by and they they still have the same ad. That's so sad mm-hmm. because I the moment the first time I saw it I would have Im- immediately responded. So I can't believe that they didn't find their um, Scrappy Doo or their Scooby Doo, whichever one. They probably invested <sighs> their whole life savings into finding their Scrappy. Yep. Yep. And uh, I'm doing the same thing right now. That's all I want. Well, my scrappy do. Good luck. Pay for a subscription so Zandy can invest it into finding his scrappy do. Yeah, please do. Please do. Now it's time for a misconnection. Textual encounter. I saw you. Whatever. Here it is. This is, again, from Josie from Metro in, uh, in the UK. To the guy carrying my great-grandmother's coffin at the March 25th cremation at Mount Jerome, call me please, blonde in black mini. 
Girl, that's probably your cousin. <laughs> Aren't the pallbearers usually like related to the deceased? Not necessarily because they just got to find like, I don't know. I probably uh, maybe they just have to find people who just can. I don't know, have the strength. So it's just whoever's it's on the street. Okay, that's, no, that's, it's usually that. someone who's part of the funeral, and it it's could be usually a part relative. of the church. What if it's part and of the church? Who wears a mini skirt to a funeral? <laughs> no, I mean that could be fierce. Don't get me wrong; I'm not judging, <laughs> but it's a lot. Um, I could see like I'm, wearing a mini skirt to your like sugar daddy's funeral. That would be yeah, yeah, like iconic. But that would be yeah, and like a veil. In a veil. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see it. I do want to see it. So if anyone has evidence of that ever happening, that's creepy. That's creepy. I don't I don't want funeral attire evidence. Never mind. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is this was weird. This was weird. But I liked it. It's definitely interesting. And I do think usually the relatives of the deceased are the pallbearers. So yeah, I, I think I she think might be hitting right, on her cousin. I'm, Trying to give give them the benefit of the doubt, um, but uh, I'm not. Yeah. I know that's that's it's like good cop bad cop. That's how we do things here. You yell at me and I just cry because yep. that's what good cop bad cop is. Um, I have uh, way back when's. I have two. They're yeah, small. read them out. You want me to go first before you? Actually, are yours funny? Because mine's kind of a bummer. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say they're funny, but they're bizarre. So maybe you do, maybe you do your bummer first. Okay. Mine's also bizarre. Don't get me wrong. But, um, <laughs> they usually are. <laughs> young wife freed in funny paper slaying. This is from Austin American from Austin, Texas, April 19th, 1934. And just to clarify for some of you youngsters who didn't like newspapers, the funny papers are like typically the comic section comic books and stuff uh, like the the Garfield and all that and they're typically the only color part of the newspaper but this is 1934 so probably not <laughs> all right Drumright, Oklahoma April 18th Mrs. Juanita Williams Hancock 16 was freed Wednesday of a murder charge that grew out of the death of her mother-in-law Mrs. Mary Hancock after a struggle over a Sunday funny paper Five doctors testified they examined the body of the woman and found she had suffered from heart ailments, which were the probable cause of her death. A bruise on the head near the eye from a hammer blow, said by the 16-year-old defendant to have been accidental, was said by the doctor to have been insufficient to cause death. Wow. That's quite a way to go. Like, And also, the fact that there was a hammer blow to the head that was somehow an accident and it actually didn't cause a death. I impressive. I, I don't know. And that's also very unlucky assuming that 16 year old actually played no part. Could you imagine like you, but the 16 year old acc- hit her mother-in-law with a hammer over the comic section of the newspaper. <laughs> Suppose accidentally, supposedly. So what if you actually accidentally hit someone with a hammer and then they die from something unrelated. Like, that looks really shitty for you. Like, you're just shit out of luck normally. So I'm glad that they figured out that that wasn't what caused the death. But how do bruise. you hit somebody with a hammer on the forehead by accident? Um, 
Maybe maybe she was While like startled. arguing with them. Maybe she was startled or she was holding a hammer and she was like very passionate about the funny paper and was just like waving like, oh, and didn't forgot that they had a, like that she had a hammer in her hand and was just like, oh, I just really want to read this right now. Waving, waving her arms around and then um, and then the mother-in-law got a little too close and like leaned in and mm. then got bonked a little bit. But it was just a bruise. So it wasn't That's like true. But the thing didn't, is. Like, Cause, Can't like, that damage. trigger a heart attack? Like the fight and the injury, the head injury. To me, that seems like it could maybe be involved. If you're asking me for my medical opinion, it's a bad idea. Do not do that. I don't know Can anything. Ask Poncho, he he Poncho, is in medical yeah. school. Poncho, what do you think? What do you think? What he's, what's what's he saying? I can't hear him. What's he saying? <laughs> Hey. Okay, sorry, sorry. We got really off topic. You know, we love to talk. Uh, he said that she should go to jail for assaulting her mother-in-law, regardless of whether okay. or not she killed her. Well, she did go to jail. Just was released Poncho for the murder charge. actually looked at me and went, mother-in-laws, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, understandable. Um, Poncho, right, you are right. Give me with your best shot. You want mine? Okay, so these are both from the same... And they were one above and below the other. And there was no... The section of this newspaper was just like a normal page. So Mm -hmm. this is... I'm just... That's the only context I have. This is from the Windsor Star in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. October 7th, 1922. Here's the first one. Says Wife Gambler. Charging that his wife spent most of his $50 a week salary upon horse racing with Windsor bookies, and that she sat across from a man guest with her stockings rolled in so careless a fashion to exhibit her knees in an unseemly manner, Martin McGuire, 3121 Engel Avenue, Detroit, asked a divorce from his wife, Antoinette. It was granted by Judge Theodore J. Richter. He was granted a divorce because she was showing her knees while he was gambling their savings away. No, while she was gambling, she went bet money on the ponies, his money, supposedly his money on the ponies, while revealing knee. That is so hot. I love her. She's an icon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm into it personally. Um, would I be into it if my wife showed knees to other people? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you're if you're not covered, some people like that kind of thing yeah, by your knees. Like some it. the thing is, I'm just so into knees that I know how revealing your knees can be such a big deal. To be fair, like the she bet my money on horse racing, I can understand that being annoying. <laughs> However, what year was this? 1922. Yeah, women couldn't have their own bank accounts. So if she wins, technically that's going into Papa's bank. You know what I'm saying? So true. You know that Martin here, if if his wife had, uh, sorry, if Antoinette had won, and her name's Antoinette. I mean, come on, she's she is an icon. If Antoinette had won on the ponies, he'd be mm-hmm. he'd be all about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so unfair. It also so to unfair. me sounds a little bit like because women weren't allowed to get divorced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like if I was like, God, I wish my husband would divorce me. 
I would just be like, all right, I'm going to the bank, taking out all your money, betting it on horses and showing every man in this neighborhood what my knees look like. You know, you have yeah. to divorce <laughs> me now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Antoinette, I love you. I'm glad you did this. Um, and I hope life worked out for you in the end. Um, and I guess for everyone involved. Oh. Mm-hmm. not really that booky though i don't know anyway uh i've got another one this was like right underneath it i don't know let's hear it's it this is a random news story titled forgives parents wanda sow 13 year old girl who was found chained in an attic in hamtramck a few days ago has forgiven her parents with the explanation that she believes they misunderstood her that's it can you repeat that Wanda Sow, 13-year-old girl who was found chained in an attic in Hamtramck a few days ago, has forgiven her parents with the explanation that she believes they misunderstood her. So she was found chained in an attic. And then she was like, it's okay. It was just a misunderstanding. So it's still with her parents. So yeah, this one's a bummer. This one's a bummer. Um, I think, yeah, I think that sucks unless Mm -hmm. it genuinely was a misunderstanding, which I really doubt. But what, but what if she said, I'm going to change in the attic and they thought she said, I (laughs) I want to be be chained chained in the attic. (laughs) Who found her? It doesn't say. It doesn't. It's one of those like those news stories that probably like we've said before, a passing psychic told everybody. Um, but and it doesn't even say where, or it does ham tramp. I said it like that, but I, it might be a printing error. Uh, it's H-A-M-T-R-A-M-C-K, but it might be. I don't know. Maybe that's place. Regardless, um, what I'm Hamtrak. thinking happened. That's the train is, company. <laughs> it's like Amtrak, but it's a little cheaper and they give you ham sandwiches oh gross this is actually a city in michigan it's spelled that way um so so yeah uh, do hamsters live there that's actually where hamsters got their name but no they've never had a hamster there um what i'm thinking is wanda wants to be the next houdini and was just practicing her routine Mm. And then someone else found her and she was like, no, 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 it's okay. This is all part of my routine. Okay. That's okay. What I think okay. So. That, so did she say her parents misunderstood her or the situation was a misunderstanding? She said that she believes that they misunderstood her. It, so I assume. What the hell she did she say? The, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she was like, I will, if you don't chain me up, I will murder both of you in your sleep so we're like okay we'll chain you up then i don't know yeah. that's yeah well that would be fair well maybe not fair maybe <laughs> she should just get some psychiatric help for that yeah i hope so i hope that's what happened do you have an honest ad for us okay this is a short one okay I am a 36-year-old, transmasculine, aromantic gay writer of many things. 
I'm looking for chill, supportive friend groups of fellow artists, creators, and lovers of nerdy things. While romance isn't on the table, shows of affection and intimate conversation most definitely are. Oh. Artists, creators, sure. and l- lovers of nerdy things. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those things where I'm like, I can imagine how hard it would be to find like people like you and me and this person before the internet. Yes. Now I feel like it's pretty easy to find sort of like groups, join groups, Facebook groups, discord servers, fan groups, you know? Yeah. My DMS, you can find that. Yeah. And like, (laughs) but now it's, I, I don't know, because we read these newspaper articles, too. And I think about how difficult it was to connect with people mm-hmm. that you'd have to write into the newspaper and then wait a week. You know, you probably yeah. have to write into the newspaper, wait a week for that newspaper to come out and then wonder how it was doing. And ugh. Yeah, and you're just putting like, yourself out there. You're not like joining a group that's active and seeing what's up. Yeah, you can't. You're not. You're like just sitting there waiting. I mean, that's like I don't know. As if I don't know. I don't know. And now it's just there's so much more at immediate gratification of like, oh, you swipe yes or no kind of thing, and then sometimes boom, you get the match right away. Go right into talking. Just do it. Um, well, in terms of that's in terms of dating, but uh, yeah, just in general, you're right. Like reaching out to people is so much easier now, and finding the right people. But um, that's also, in some ways, I think made it a lot harder because with more options, I don't know. It's like the fallacy of choice. I think is what it's called, where it's like the grocery stores, where it's just so many options of the same product, and you get overwhelmed to the point where you just don't even pick one. Um, yeah. And that's why like Trader Joe's is so successful is because they don't, I, I'm sorry, I'm going so much into grocery stores, but like, yeah, if, if you're looking in a smaller, uh, a smaller group um, and like find your like really niche communities, you will have better luck. But sometimes, I mean, those are not easy to find even with everything, all the resources you have. So mm-hmm. it can be like Uber eats for sex sometimes too. I feel like, especially like I know, some of my friends who use Grinder have said it's like almost too easy, you know? It's like you can meet up with someone, even like regular dating apps, like you can meet up with someone on an impulse, you know? Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. used to be a lot more intentionality behind it. Like True. you'd have to court someone and write into the newspaper and hear their voicemail and it would be days and days and days before you'd meet up, you know? Whereas yeah. now yeah. you can go on Tinder, swipe right on everyone and message everyone want to get lunch, want to get lunch, want to get lunch, want to get lunch. Somebody's going to get lunch with you, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True. Well, depending on how many matches you have, no one's getting lunch with me anytime soon, but um, I get that for people who get lots of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, but that's why I think it's kind of fun writing into a podcast for connections. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I love it. So I'm, it's I'm more here intentional. for it. Yeah. And, and that's I, why... I was- Sorry, Sorry, go ahead, Zan. No, you go. I was just saying to Zandy that like I've bought so many things that I've heard advertised on podcasts that I listen to, 
because I do feel like people who listen to the kinds of podcasts that I do are sort of the same. I know for me, like mm. creature comforts, you know, candles and, you know, like things like I like to listen to podcasts while I cook. So like HelloFresh is awesome, you know, not sponsored yet, uh, <laughs> you know, and like some of these things I hear and I think, oh, that's so cool, you know, and and I feel like in the same way that like ads can be targeted for you to buy products these honest ads and ads i think can are sort of targeted for our kinds of listener the community mm -hmm. that you all make up yeah yeah that makes sense that makes a lot of sense um and if you would like to connect with uh this uh artist creator and lover of nerdy things uh, you can write into us at uh our connections email which is hshconnections at gmail.com and use the subject nerd is that okay nerd. yeah why not i, I mean love it, that i mean it in love okay because i i consider they said lovers nerdy, of nerdy so. things so exactly yeah so yeah and like they said while romance isn't on the table what was it shows of affection um while romance isn't on the table shows of affection and intimate conversations most definitely are so send an email to hshconnections at gmail.com with the subject mm -hmm. nerd. I feel like I... Nerd. <laughs> I love it. I think that's oh, cool. So yeah, uh, do you have a fun bonus thing for us? What you got? What you got? Yeah, I got some stuff. Um, this is from the Nashville, Tennessean. And uh, it's actually a reference to... So it's about a ghost, but it's a reference to a different ghost. Um, and, uh, and this is, this is, that's why it is the way that it is. So it says, Kingsport Phantom vanishes uncaught. Bigger and better ghost disappoints backers by retiring. So already this ghost is bigger and better than the former ghost that so was haunting So there's a new area. ghost in town. Basically and they disappoint the their backers, like their Kickstarter donors. Yeah, what, who are their backers? Like just people who are just supporting this ghost's existence? Mm -hmm. okay, so weird. Bristol, Tennessee, March 10th. Unexplained, more a mystery than ever, and a rank of disappointment to score. The ghost, so-called, heard and seen on the highway between here and Kingsport last week, has suddenly vanished. The apparition has been out of the running for several days, and residents along the Reedy Creek Road in the vicinity of Nelsontown, a rural settlement, have almost abandoned hope that it will reappear. They called it a bigger and better and more permanent ghost than Bristol's recent phantom. Interesting. Oh, bigger and better. I love this, like, <laughs> comparing ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Like, comparing their value. <laughs> and I thought just for extra fun... Because I, I always find when I find these like bonus articles, there's usually so many good ads. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to read this Domino Sugar ad also from Nashville, Tennessee, March 1926. It says, do you want clean sugar? When unprotected, sugar attracts flies and insects. It accumulates germs that are a menace to health. Don't take this chance. Domino packaged sugars are protected by sturdy packages. They assure you sugar that is always the highest quality cane sugar. Always clean and pure. Ask for Domino packaged sugars and Domino syrup by name. Sweeten it with Domino. 
Wow, what a different world. <laughs> and well, I our think sugar that has what packaging. I know, and I don't know if they're talking about like those little sugar packets that you put in mm, your coffee. Or, like the, or the big bag. Because the My picture is of a big bag. bag. Yeah. I think Ten I bet bag. I wonder if like generally you'll bring your own container to a store and then just scoop it yourself or something like out of a bat like a out of a sack sanitary um which i don't know like going like no waste is very good it would probably be good to return to those times for the sake of the environment uh instead of having uh and those those places exist there are a lot of um like co-ops that uh you bring your own form of packaging and scoop them yourself which i think during covid was an interesting uh (laughs) Uh, business yeah. to be so i don't know how that worked out uh anyway uh but yeah so i bet that you were just like oh look ours actually comes in a bag and i've got one more from the same page just because okay. there's so much good stuff going on in tennessee 1926 i'm just gonna read the beginning of <laughs> Famously, this article yeah. it says give thin sickly children a chance Children that are thin, underweight, lack the pep and vim of normal, healthy youngsters should be given cocoa cod to build them up and give them sound bodies in which to develop sound minds. Cocoa cod is pure cod liver oil, the greatest builder of strength and energy known to medical science. Combined with the cod liver oil are the essential vitamins from yeast, eggs, lettuce, and spinach. The whole flavored with pure cocoa, making a palatable and nutritious tonic that is unequaled for giving sickly children robust health and energy. This sounds disgusting. Yes, and the claims, the bold claims that they're making of what this can... It, it is what? They said the the best that medical has, medical science has to offer or something wild? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the greatest builder of strength and energy known to medical science. That, according to who? <laughs> according to medical science, duh. Yeah, the when this stuff wasn't checked, I mean, there was just people going all over the place willy-nilly. I mean, we still have some multi-level marketing schemes that take advantage of people, uh, but this is another level. This is... And it's in with the well. articles... And it says yeah. in tiny letters at the bottom that it's an advertisement, but it looks, I mean, the yeah. give thin, mm-hmm. sickly children a chance. It seems like a, you know, like an article exactly. about something, but no, it's, <laughs> it's an like, advert. <laughs> like it tastes like if you dip a f- fish in chocolate, it's amazing. Girl, no, <laughs> that's disgusting. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh man. Um, glad we're ending on that note. Perfect. I didn't want to eat dinner. Um, wow. <laughs> That was something. That was something. Thank you for that one. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We will uh, see you next week, my friends. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Until then. 